Good evening, this is Troy Shelby with the Rant Reloaded, and I am here, of course, for our, for our, for, with, uh, go ahead. <laughs> Timothy Fowdy with Eterne Veritatis. Which translates in English to eternal truth. Uh, <laughs> and you are currently listening to the Saturday Night Special. So, uh, oh, yeah. Good to good good to be together again, Tim. It's uh, it's always a pleasure as usual. Uh, I oh, know it's been too long. I know it has. It's been almost a month. I know we're doing uh, uh, basically a simulcast where uh, you're broadcasting to your people. I'm broadcasting to mine. So uh, this will be as always an enjoyable thing. Uh, so let's get right on into the meat of tonight's topic. If, uh, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Okay. So, what we've got here is probably, I mean, I'll, I'll let you say the title of it, but man, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. It, what, it, are, it, what do those people think? It is one of the most dangerous, atrocious pieces of legislation to ever come out of the House. Okay. Basically, what we're talking about, it is. Uh, basically, what we're talking about tonight, uh, listeners, is uh, for those of you who haven't heard, uh, two de- the um, Democrats for a while have been tr- pa- trying to pass a voter reformation uh, bill, uh, which is based, and they managed on Thursday to pass uh, basically a combination of House Resolution One and House Resolution Four disguising it as a NASA infrastructure bill. Has nothing to do with NASA. Has nothing to do with NASA whatsoever, but they took the NASA bill that basically was collecting dust because it couldn't go anywhere, gutted it, and threw H.R. 1 and H.R. 4 into it, and we're going to get into tonight exactly what this means for voters should it actually pass the Senate. And and spoiler alert, people! Spoiler alert, people! It's it's it. There, there's going to be something in there about giving aliens the right to vote, and I'm not talking about the NASA kind of aliens. No, in spite of it being a NASA bill, we are not giving Martians the right to vote. Right. right. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, anyhow, some of the 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 worst things uh, is and. This is this is one of AOC's brainchilds that made it in, okay? Uh, is the political welfare check basically? Uh, I, I gotta stop you there for a second. I gotta stop you there. How how can it be her brainchild? She doesn't have a brain. Well, you do have a point there, but uh, I well, she's got a she's got a brain. She just lacks IQ. And uh, I, I'm sorry. Every every time this uh, this look-alike meth addict opens her mouth, and that's what she looks like to me as a meth addict. Oh, but oh she's only a look-alike. That's she, news to me. Well, you know what? We have no proof whether she's actually using meth or not, so I can't actually accuse her of using meth. I wouldn't be surprised if her and uh, uh, Biden Jr. over there <laughs> well, I mean, on times together at Ridgemont High, if you know what I mean. I mean, she's obviously not mentally stable. She thinks everybody in the world wants to sleep with her. So, uh, anyhow, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'd even let my, my, uh, my, my dog sleep with her. You know, I, I'm sorry. I'm afraid that that my dog would get something that Ajax won't take off. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's what I'd be worried about, something that even penicillin can't kill. But anyhow, getting back into things, the, basically what this political welfare is, is it's, a six, it's for campaign funds, which are, or donations, which are small, not, small denominator donations, meaning $200 or less, then if it's $200 or less under this bill, the taxpayers, whether they support that candidate or not, would be responsible for money coming out of their taxes to fund this this uh, candidate's campaign. Okay, six on a six to one scale, meaning for if 
they donate, if somebody donates $200, okay, this means that out of your, an additional $1,200 out of taxpayer funding will be added to their campaign coffers. Yeah, and I mean, this right here is basically, um, basically, uh, Okay, let, let's 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 use an analogy for this because I love analogies. Like I really <coughs> do; they are my bread and butter. So let's use an analogy for this. Think of it as the old story of Robin Hood, except for the 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 people, except for the roles are reversed here. Somehow we have become the evil sheriff, and they have become Robin Hood and his and his uh his band of thieves in the forest. Yeah, They're yeah. not telling us that we have to pay the toll to cross the river. And to cross the river means to actually just continue on with our lives. That's all it is. We just want to continue on with our lives. We're not trying to hurt anybody, but we have to pay the toll whenever they come up for, hey, who's king of the forest again? Exactly. You know? so, and it's in this case, it's not, it's not taking from the rich to give to the poor. It's taking from the poor to make the rich richer. To make the rich richer, to keep the rich in power, yeah. So I mean, honestly, I don't know how backwards this can really get. They're basically telling us that we got to pay them welfare for them exactly. to keep on ruining our lives. Like, how how backwards is that? It, it's very backwards, and I, I I'm just going to put it as it is. This is an attempt at by the Democratic Party at a an extreme power grab. They know if this bill passes the Senate that they become able to manipulate elections as much as they want in any way that they want, and they thus keeping them into power. Uh, uh, and something we'll get into l next week probably is along with that goes their thing of of starting a, a new uh, Biden starting a new organization. Uh, called a, a domestic terrorism task force and the people at the top of the domestic terrorism task force as domestic terrorists are conservatives and republicans so oh yeah a, and it, I, have, I have another point about that one too that I'll kind of allude to right now and that's uh, that Joe Biden also there was a news story on Epoch Times I've got it saved on here right now um, about he's, he's uh, compiling a list of people who applied for religious exemptions to the vaccine? And exactly. I'll bet you anything, he's going to use that in his as as guidance of who to look at for these possible terrorists. Exactly. I'm not saying that for sure, but I'm saying that it's more than likely that's what's going to happen. Well, so, there there's a, there can only be one reason that you'd actually want to compile such a list. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest about it. There's only one reason you'd ever compile such a list. And that is to use it against those who are on the list. Exactly. It's it's for targeting purposes. Um, I can say right now that I like, for example, uh, those of you who kept up with me in the last uh, in the last year, I know that in my audience, I, I actually speak to some of my audience members. I've been the target of a uh, of of a very egregious cancel culture campaign because I'm a very loud and proud advocate of conservative values and also our uh, our our dear president and somebody who I imagine if I met him I'd probably be a good friend of his Donald Trump um, so it's it's one of them things that oh, I, right here I, I've been I've been threatened by cancel culture so many times of people flat out saying oh we'll just cancel you that it no longer even phases me. I'm sorry, uh, even though I am very outspoken about all this, I, I feel I am a small fish in a large pond, and eventually somebody will take my place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how I used to feel myself, but it's like now that they're actually targeting me, I kind of have to wonder about my place in that particular pond. Am I, that, am I really that small? Because if they're targeting me, what does that mean? It means I'm saying something that's getting on their nerves. But anyways, let's get back well, to the topic at hand. Yeah, so we yeah, were talking about this being a, a transfer of wealth. You know, I made, I made a prediction. Um, I made a prediction this last year uh, to a representative on my county board that we were going to face, 
And and I got called a conspiracy theorist by my county board member when I said this to her. Um, but I told her we were going to face something called the Great Shutout. We had the Great Reset that they're planning, you know, from Europe and all that. But on the on on the end of things here in this country, what needs to happen first is the the ability of the people to be cut off from actually having a vote that means something. And exactly. how do you make sure your vote means something? Your wallet has to mean something too. Exactly, and I mean, I'm sorry, but this is this this, this legis- piece of legislation will completely eliminate any future possibility of a free and fair election. Democrats want to say elections, but I mean, this this talking point or one we got here is about the taxpayers giving the welfare check to the to the people in Congress for running an election. We're talking about not just eliminate eliminating the ability for free and fair elections. We're talking about eliminating the ability for people to exercise their own sovereign power through their money. Exactly. Uh, I do. I do appreciate that some crackdown has been going, uh, being done to where candidates cannot accept private donations anymore. Meaning, I don't. I, I haven't really looked at the language of, of it yet. But uh, it, it's basically limiting private donations uh, and the non-reporting thereof. So, I, yeah, it's, I think that's. It's, I think that's something that, that did need to be cracked down on quite a bit, actually. Exactly. I mean, I'm sorry when uh, uh, you, you've you got a, a politician, when they go into office, they're actually in debt. And four year, uh, by the time they reach a full term, they're pretty much millionaires. You've got money funneling in somewhere, especially when they're only making about $100,000 a year in paycheck. Right. So, right. Um, but anyway, we're getting off topic here. Um, I apologize, uh, um, but it's so it's it's so easy because the Democrats are just all over the board with uh, pure insanity. Um, but uh, another thing that this legislation allows is it will literally eliminate the rights of states to uh, to, to determine uh, voter ID laws. Uh, within within their state. Now, I believe voter ID, uh, contrary to the Democrats claiming, oh, it's it's racist. It doesn't allow the minority or non-white to to vote. Well, anybody, and I do mean anybody, can get a get can get an ID. I mean, even in this state, uh, if you're homeless, well, obviously homeless people usually have trouble getting IDs. This state, at least, has a place they can go where they will give them a voucher to go down to the DMV, get an ID, and they'll pay for it. Most states, as far as I know, have that. What does a state ID, and and this is just a state ID, not a driver's license, but a state ID, which is able to be used for, hey, buying cigarettes, buying alcohol, uh, going to a, a, a nudie movie, you know, getting into the nearest uh, strip club or or whatever. Heck, you know what? It's I, I think that's actually still good to to use for huh voting. Guess exactly. What? This is and, and, it only costs thirty bucks. And that is my point. I'm fifty one years old. I still have to show my ID, and I look fifty one, by the way. Okay, uh, so it's not a thing of oh well, you look young. I don't look young. Uh, but anyway, I have to show my ID to, if I want to buy alcohol. I will have to show my ID if I if I want to buy uh, cigarettes. I have to show my ID if I want to get an airline ticket or even a train ticket. You have to show your ID. If I go back, da- uh, show your ID when you go into the porno store to buy to buy a porno. I don't go into porno stores or strip clubs, but. Anyway, I used to, I used to, I'm a truck driver. I'm not ashamed. I used to. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I probably, I did in my younger years, but that was my younger years. I'm not a young man. I'm not a young man anymore. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, I even have to show ID to ride the city bus. Okay. Right. I have to flat. Uh, I have to flash my VA ID to ride the city bus. Granted that flashing that ID makes the bus free for me, but I still have to show that ID. Yet right. I don't. 
yet I don't have to, you don't have to, you have to show your ID for all this stuff, but you don't have to show your ID to, to, to vote to make a determination that affects not only you, but the entire course of this nation? Yeah, that, that, uh, that, that kind of parallels with something going on in my life, and I'm going to use this as, as not as a segue for anything, but just as a kind of a funny little point. It seems like there's been a lot of these bureaucrats thinking they can, they can just get away with, um, get away with financial murder essentially, without having to verify facts. Now, what what is voter ID? It's a verification of a fact that you are who you are and you're an American citizen. Okay, so that's that's a perfect little idea there. Because hey, guess what? I've got some information here that within the Constitution itself, I believe somewhere right up here around the I think it's the fifteenth. Is it the fifteenth amendment? Hmm. The right of citizens of hey. the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or any state on account of race, color, or previous condition of servitude. Now, I know that the left is going to have a conniption fit. As soon as I say this, and I'm 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 prepared for the frothing of the mouth. Undocumented does not mean they're citizens. Exactly. Undocumented, un undocumented individuals does not mean they're citizens. Hey. If if they've never taken that test and raised their hand and and pledged allegiance to the flag under sight of a U.S. marshal and a judge. Then they are not an American citizen, or at that least they or, have no right to vote in this country, or or born within within this country or one of our territories. Uh, this so, is absolutely true. So there is that little caveat, but the, and that leads us into our next point that it also gives voting rights to non-citizens. Okay, this is a constitutional violation in and of itself. Okay, and Amendment right there. This this is how they get around. And by non-citizens, they are referring to illegals, people who have snuck into this country, people who only are here only on work visas, etc. Okay, yeah. that's how or they people who are visiting their grandma or people who are making or are just you know coming to to you know tour New York City. Exactly. This or, is... hey, guess what? Check this out. There's also some other parties out there we better be concerned about. How about foreign dignitaries from, say, China coming here to vote on policies? Or or nefarious parties like uh, the drug cartels coming up here to vote on who's the next president because they're going to be appointing DOJ heads and FBI heads. And, um, you know, that place, what, what is it called? They handle drugs. And, and oh, yeah, it's called DEA. Okay. Then you got another category of people that some people would say, oh, I'm talking about the NASA kind of thing, but unfortunately no, there's actually a term out there it's called little, little green men and they are the people who invade a country covertly before an actual invasion begins, they're called little green men Well, these with, people can come into our country and put people who are friendly in office with that, with that being said, we've already seen that invasion happen with these, what mm -hmm. they're calling non-citizens, which are undocumented illegals that have snuck into this country. And the, since Biden has taken office, we have had millions of them flood in through our southern border. Now, the reason that oh, this, yeah. the reason that the Democrats want to make this point of allowing non-citizens the right to vote, because as stands with only citizens voting, the Democrats know they can't win at this point. So what are they doing? They are trying to rebuild their voter base using illegals, using the people that they have said, oh, come on into our country. Doesn't matter if you're authorized or not. Come on in. Okay. So uh, that is their idea. And if they allow this, well, there's no way the Democrats will ever lose office again, or it's very unlikely that they will, because they've established a multi-million uh, person uh, voting base and right. these and, people and these most of these people there's no record of them existing in the United States as such no uh, accurate uh, polling audit could ever be done again 
because right, there's, been no, there's there, actually a, a there, video and reason why this this point is actually really important to understand and and why this is part of the plan for them is because i saw a video the other day and i i, I don't know if i shared it with you troy uh you did but, not uh, there was a video i saw the other day i, I think it might have been on facebook or it might have been on youtube i don't really know which one i i i go back and forth between all the different video platforms so often looking for content but I saw a video of uh, uh, a mishmash, like a vine almost, of somebody asking various individuals about the Biden approval rating. And I saw out of the entire 50 to 60 some odd people, only one person in that group say Biden was doing a good job. But they actually went out of their way to state in the comments that they made sure that they only polled one uh, like it was a one-to-one -one ratio essentially 50 50 biden oh people who voted for biden and people who voted for trump and only one said that he was doing a good job and the rest of them said if they could do it again they would have voted for trump right uh but here, here's here here's the point i was making how can we possibly guarantee a free and fair election if you have people who aren't even documented uh, that are actually voting? You have no way to do do a polling uh, um, audit to ensure that the votes are legitimate. Okay, because you because ninety uh, fifty to ninety percent of the vo voters are undocumented, so you have no way to verify whether these are actual legitimate ballots or some or somebody just took a stack of ballots filled them out and submitted a hundred uh, one person submitted a hundred ballots there's no way to verify right right and i mean that's that's there's there's a bit of redundancy with that one too if you notice that it, it really is kind of redundant because okay so now we can't verify by not having voter id Okay, we can't verify that the that the ballots are legitimate because of the next point that we're probably going to talk about right after this. Um, but also with these non-citizens now being able to vote, where's the need to verify? Exactly, exactly. That so means they're, they're, they're doing a redundancy play here, and I have a point to make about that a little bit later. That exactly. But well, still on the uh, on this point. Okay, as you said, it allows. We, we we vote Democrats and Republicans alike, especially during when Trump was elected, <coughs> with, with the fake steel dossier. The Democrats were crying, "Oh, foreign interference in the election! Foreign interference in the election! We don't want foreign interference." Well, by it opens, it opens the door to nothing but foreign interference into our elections. Okay. Absolutely. Um, That's what I was saying about the little green men thing. Because, I mean, how, how many people do you think are going to come from Iran to keep Biden in office because he's been so weak? Exactly. You know, play the troll game. We, we, we will have members of the Taliban walking right into our voting booth to, to, to make sure the candidate that is going to be weakest on terrorism, uh, no names mentioned, President Biden, uh, actually, I mean... The only person I can think that sympathized with 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 terror with Islamic terrorists more than Biden at this point was and I know I'm going to get a lot of hate mail for saying this, but quite frankly, was Obama. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't don't say that. I I'm that. There's, I'm. There's one person who is weaker on it than him. Well, I'm saying there was one president weaker on it than him, and that was uh, Jimmy Carter. Well, I'm saying it because Obama had was a obvious uh, uh, Islamic uh, supporter and a, a supporter of Al Qaeda and Taliban. Okay, uh, he was raised in uh, he was not raised in this country. He was actually raised overseas in an area controlled by those quote-unquote warlords. Uh, Here's so, the thing. The reason why I say that is because he's actually very strong on terrorism, but he's not strong in the way that we would like him to be. He's no, strong he's supporter strong, of terrorism. 
Exactly. He took pallets. Of, <laughs> he took pallets of, uh, in order to circumvent the sanctions against these organizations. He just sent them pallets of cash. Yeah, what was that? Like eight billion dollars? Something like that. Yeah, funded their entire war effort. Funded so, their war effort. Funded their nuclear research. Yeah, they they got they got catapulted twenty years ahead on their nuclear program because of that eight billion dollars. Exactly. Exactly, and, uh, and I still hear uh, people uh, who support the left. Oh, President Obama was the greatest president, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, if you're willing to surrender our nation to a, to, to a terrorist organization. Okay, yeah, but then I, again. I, and I keep on telling everybody, hey, I'll bet you're really missing, I'll bet you're really missing mean tweets right about now. <laughs> Right. Oh, I, I guarantee for that for those statements about Obama, I'm going to get all kinds of hate mail. But so be it. I wouldn't uh, be surprised if I do as well. And you know what? If you want to send me hate mail, I'll read it, and then I'll embarrass you on air. So I'm going to warn you now. Go here. Here's my email address. It's contact at therantreloaded.com. Feel free to send me your hate mail so I can put it on the air and make you look like a fool. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do one better. I'll do one better. I'm not going to just put it on air. I, I am going to record myself you, taking a crap in the bathroom and using your email as my toilet paper. Great. <laughs> I ain't going to show off my junk or nothing like that. You might all get jealous out there. But the fact of the matter is I will show you the, the, the skid mark that I make on your email of exactly what I think of your hate mail. Just but, so you know, yeah, people. I will so, go. I, I, I'm content to just embarrass them on air and expose them for the for 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 the pieces of garbage that they are. So send me your hate right. mail. I will glad. Uh, it, it will be your 15 minutes of fame because I will give you 15 minutes of airtime. I might even bring you onto the show to embarrass you. So you've been you know, warned. I, I actually did that once. You know, I'm just, I was sitting here thinking for a second, drew a blank, but I was sitting here thinking about what I had just said. I've actually done that once. Um, I was, I think I was in high school and uh, I got a, a pink slip from, uh, from my principal. We always called them pink slips. You know, right. pink slips usually mean you get fired at a job. Well, pink slips for us meant we got a detention. Well, right. the assistant principal, uh, a gentleman named Mr. Seiple, I remember I always hated his guts, but he actually turned out to be a kind of a cool guy <laughs> later on after I was out of high school. But still, he, he gave me a pink slip one day because I, I took a bathroom break that was 20 minutes long because I really had to take a poop. You know, sorry, I really had to take a poop. And uh, <laughs> so it was about 20 minutes long, and I went, went to the bathroom, and he gave me a pink slip, told me I had to go to detention because I was tardy, to, tardy back to my class. Because the bell was going to ring in like 10 minutes, and I've missed like half the class. I'm like, oh, oh, well, I had to take a poop. Sorry about that, sir. Well, you're getting attention anyway. So I took that pink slip, wiped my butt with it, and tossed it on his desk and said, hey, have a good day. I'm going home. I guess when nature calls, nature calls. <laughs> oh, it, it, it had a really hefty skid mark on there. I guess it didn't wipe good enough. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I, I mean this respectfully, but this conversation is really taking a weird turn at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know, our country is going to hell in a handbag. I might as well talk about poop, too. <laughs> uh, I, I reckon, I mean, wow. Uh I don't think I've uh, actually engaged in toilet humor since I was in high school, so... Uh. <laughs> I but right now it seems like we're headed towards the shitter anyway, so... All in, I guess, you know? Right. <laughs> no and, pun intended. And getting back on the topic, I mean, like I, like I said, a lot of this is, is ridiculous. Uh, for, for example, and we brought up the thing of somebody dropping... Oh, Oh, 100 ballots that they filled out themselves and no way to verify uh, who filled who actually filled them out because there's no voter IDs. There's uh, there's no record of a lot of the non-citizens that are voting. 
probably a record of none of the non-voters that are voting or non-citizens that are voting. Uh, which brings us to the next thing of uh, this uh, this bill, which was a combination of H.R. 1 and H.R. 4, disguised again as the NASA infrastructure bill, uh, now becoming the S-1 or Senate Bill 1, um, is also completely making legal ballot harvesting. Now, ballot harvesting, we have already seen during the last couple of elections that allowing ballot, uh, ballot harvesting opens the door to massive fraudulent voting. You ain't joking about that. Okay. Uh, we, and there's video that uh, one organization did where they put cameras onto the, the drop boxes that were on street corners and whatnot throughout a city, certain city. I forget what city it was in. But they recorded the same person or same people hitting several of the bo drop boxes uh, throughout the city, not just one, but several of them, and at each stop dropping 100 to 200 ballots into the, into the box. Okay? No way to verify whether these ballots were legitimate. No way to verify, and we know from from news reports that actually came out on ballot harvesting that some of, some of these ballot harvesters were going around with pre-filled ballots and just, and mostly hitting senior citizens who really didn't want to be bothered with it, so they just signed their names and they'd say, oh, it's already filled out for you, just sign. And they'd go and drop it in the box. So, I mean, if that's not encouraging fraudulent ballots, because uh, it's just ridiculous. It's it's this this whole thing. I mean, uh, wow. Just are we sure? Are are we a hundred percent sure this ain't this ain't some prank? No, I mean, no, this is, this is, this we, is. We take the whole of everything that we've discussed here today, and this 10 years ago would have seemed like the most insane, like, April Fool's Day. Yeah, exactly. But I, I'm, I wish it, I, I honestly wish it was a prank. The thing is, this is very real, very dangerous. It is a threat uh, to, Take a statement from Nancy Pelosi. God forbid, I can't believe I'm actually doing this. Uh, but this is the one of the biggest threats to our democracy to ever exist. Okay, and now, Nancy, now, what, did she Nancy, say about this being the biggest threat, or no, what, what was she saying? No, was the biggest threat. She, well, she was, she was saying Trump supporters and conservatives are the biggest threat to our democracy. I'm about to say, don't, don't that, make her sound good. You know, no, she, uh, <laughs> that's why I said to paraphrase her. Okay, um, <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, that's not the biggest threat to our democracy. This bill right here is the biggest threat to our democracy because it eliminates literally 90% of the probability that Democrats will ever be removed from office. It also eliminates, yeah. it opens the door to the federal government stepping in to sovereign states, and our states are sovereign. We each have our, each state has its own constitution. And granted, it must align with the United States Constitution, but each state has its own constitution and its own laws. And it's only a matter of time if this is passed before they, they use, use similar tactics to completely eliminate sovereign state rights, okay, to where the federal government can, is control of everything. Now... I am going to say this. A lot of people on the left want bigger government. Bigger government is a problem. This bill creates bigger government. Okay? Uh, Nazi Germany, their biggest problem was their government controlled everything. Okay? Yeah, central planning. Exactly. 
Exactly. So, I mean, make no mistake about it, this is a step towards complete democratic takeover and dictatorship, totalitarianism. Okay? Uh, there, There's no two ways about it. And those of you who are fool enough to fall for the democratic line that socialism is the future of this nation, socialism is the way to go because it makes everybody equal, get somebody who actually came over to this country from Cuba and ask them how equal they felt under a socialist regime. Right. Right. And I mean, that that's something that we all do have to take into account is that now this this does not actually secure them in a victory and the reason why i want to bring this up there's a few different things i want to talk about with this but that that the whole thing about cubans and people from say poland and ukraine and places like lithuania they Sweden. they know and they and there's immigrants that come here to the united states for the opportunities the united states holds and and they come here and they know what it's like to live under communism they know what it's like to live under fascism you know they've been there they've done that because for for them communism is the same thing as fascism right when it comes right down to it it's still a concept of based off of the fascists which is the bundle of sticks tied together separately they are weak together they are strong that's communism and that's fascism it's all the same bailiwick really honestly with you but the thing is is that this does not necessarily mean that they have a clear victory even if this is passed and this is something i've been waiting waiting to get to um because i want to i want to bring a a sense of hope after all of this doom and gloom that we've dealt with on this broadcast here tonight but because of this there is a path and uh, let's let's uh, let's go ahead and dig into what that path is, because I think that uh, I think that the time, these times, really really are causing us to have to look for the good and everything, or the light at the end of the tunnel. So, what are our best opportunities to get past this? That's the main question. Take it away, Troy. Well, uh, fortunately, uh, fortunately, we the Dem- the Republicans right now uh, are engaging the filibuster. They are using the filibuster to block bills like this passing. Uh, so one of the things that can and needs to be done is to ensure that our senators uh, on both sides of the aisle uh, vote. Uh, to in support of the filibuster, and should the filibuster get broke, be broken, vote to ensure our senators vote no on this uh, this hellacious piece of legislation. Okay, and let me let me be clear. Yeah, there are currently at least two Democratic senators who are in support of the de- uh, of the filibuster, whether they continue to be will remain to be seen. But right now they're supporting it. They are fighting for it, uh, which is a good thing. And people, you you need to call your state senators. There's two per, for every state. And you need to contact both of them. Call them, email them, text them, whatever, and tell them to vote no on ending the filibuster. Tell them to vote no on passing this this uh, this this godless uh, voter voter rights act, okay? Yeah, this this, um, is a, this is a complete abortion of politics. Honestly, that's what this is. It, it really this, is. This is an abortion of democracy. It it, it, tru- it truly is. It, it truly is. And so, and don't just don't just contact them and say, "Hey, vote no on these two items." Uh, make sure you you maintain integrity on these two items. By supporting the filibuster and voting no on the uh, voter vo- on the new voting act, but demand and a response get these people from people on the record with it too. Get them on the record with it. Exactly. Them, hey, Insist- find, find a voice recorder. 
and and make sure you're in a one-party state because if you're in a two-party state they might not go for it but if you're in a one-party state get a voice recorder on your phone when you call them and get them on the record that they are going to vote no and if you on, on ending the the filibuster and also on this this complete abortion of of our country exactly because that's what this is this Ex is a post-birth abortion of our country exactly and if you have to contact them through a through their website or through an email then by, for god's sake make sure you put in there i expect a response from you concerning these issues okay don't just leave it open to where, where where you're not asking for a response because more there's a big chance that many senators especially on the democratic side will just uh file 13 the 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 email okay for those of you who don't know aren't familiar with the term of file 13 file 13 is the garbage can yes okay so make sure I've you actually would... filled up one of my senators' uh, voicemail boxes before with with concerns about a particular issue, and guess what happened? Guess what happened to that uh, to my issue that I brought up? I heard about it two days later on YouTube, on Forbes of all uh, of all places. I saw a video of my senator getting up and talking about the things I had just got done filling up his voicemail right. box about. Right, but again demand a response from your your state senators and I don't mean just the one in your uh, that covers your district both of them contact both of them demand a response from them that way their response is documented if they aren't go if they aren't in opposition to this new bill if they are uh, supporting breaking this filibuster which is a direct violation of, of, of the way our government works Okay, because the, the filibuster gives the minority the ability to to balance the scales uh, to where they aren't just steamrolled by the majority of the uh, of the House and Senate. Okay, right. um, so and so let's, let's let's give let's give kudos to those two senators on the democrat side you know that that's that's one thing that i think that the republicans don't do enough is is recognizing when when people of the opposition are actually willing to stand in the middle and say we actually don't think that something the democrats are doing is good so let's 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 give a hand to to uh um senator cinema from arizona uh, she's she's saying no to ending the filibuster. She thinks it's a bad idea, not just for this particular situation, but for future purposes. And I get it. They want to be able to keep the filibuster around to block the Republicans. But ending the filibuster is an overall bad idea. No, exactly. It. It's kind of, because it's that... kind of an annoying thing when they do it to us. But Honestly, it's a lifesaver when we do it to them. Both so. sides, both sides have used it back and forth. When when one side holds the minority, they use the filibuster because it ensures a equal say, equal time, etc. And it 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 allows it prevents one party from just unilaterally making legislation. Running. Yeah, running roughshod over the other party, and then the other senator, of course, is uh, Joe Manchin from West Virginia. Exactly, um, he's actually been been offered to join the Republican Party by by other Republicans, and honestly, we are the party of diversity, so he probably fit right in here. Yeah, he has some he has some left leaning views. Even I have a couple of left leaning views, but they're not that left, believe it or not. And as like and for, for example, when it comes to social programs, I believe that social programs serve a purpose and therefore should be maintained. You know, and honestly, as a for, as a former mountaineer, let me just say, Senator Joe Manchin, kudos to you, brother. Uh, I, right. You might you might be on the wrong side of the aisle, but kudos to you. You're at least right. standing for something uh, that that needs to be stood for. So. So just a round of applause for them, everybody. You know, I'm giving the good old golf clap right here if you can hear it. Well, let, let's give them an actual applause. And I know my colleague here on the other side of the microphone well, can't my, hear this. My house is asleep right now, so I'm not going to clap really loudly. Right, but <laughs> uh, let's give them an applause. 
And let's throw a little bit of cheering in there while we're at it. So, all right. So, the the next question on the list of things here, because I've got a whole list of questions I've been asking or or I, I want to ask. Okay, is that where does it go if it passes? Okay, so there's there's a number of things that it can do. One, it would it would probably go to the president's desk, and he would sign it in a flurry. I'm not even sure if we could be able to read his his signature, but it would go to the president's well, desk. He would it, sign it because he's a Democrat and he wants to stay in power. Well, let's be let's be honest. Uh, Biden's going to sign it no matter what it says because Biden doesn't know half of what he signs anyway. And his puppet they masters could, have told him they they <laughs> they could they could put a piece of legislation in front of him that that requires him if he's going to remain president to every speech quack like a duck and he'd sign the damn thing. Right, right. So where where would it go after that? Okay, so there's there's a couple things that can happen here. I, I don't really want to talk about the first two things that I wargamed earlier on the phone with Troy here, because those those two topics got kind of nasty, and uh, quite frankly, we don't really need to rehash it. But let's, well, the, let's just the, the sum, next, sum those up by saying it, it goes, would lead to conflict in America. I think if it goes through, if it goes through, and God forbid passes the Senate, the next step would be for the Republicans to. Uh, uh, in a unified manner are standing against this bill. There's not a single Republican voting for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The next step would actually be uh, going into the Supreme Court with it. Okay. Right. Because this bill is, in many senses, a uh, violation of Constitution, of constitutional law. Maybe it doesn't violate rights, but it still violates constitutional law. Our Constitution it violates the is not 15th Amendment, and it also violates the 14th Amendment because when when you allow illegal immigrants the right to vote, you are abridging the the rights of citizens that were born here or naturalized here. Okay, you're depriving them the right to life, liberty, or property without due process of law, and you're also you're, you, I mean, because you have the right to vote, that ballot is yours, that is your voice. So when you are depriving them of the weight that their voice has by giving the the right to vote to a non-citizen okay you are depriving them of their property which is the right to vote exactly and a piece of property. you know what i'm just going to put this out there right now to every republican congressman and republican senator even republican governors i'm putting this out there right now Okay, don't wait to see if this passes the Senate or not. Okay, you need to be appealing to the to the highest court in this land, the Supreme Court, as of now, to get this bill squashed. Okay, you need to. Uh, I'm sorry to say this. I'm going to say it bluntly. In the past, our Republican electorals have not shown much of a backbone when it got uh, one. Once something's done, they just ignore it or let it drop. You need to grow a damn backbone and challenge this stuff and stand up for the the American people. Quit worrying about your little pathetic political careers and stand up for the people that put you in office. Contrary to what you all think, the little 2% that managed to do political posts on Twitters are not mainstream America. They do not speak for the majority of America. So quit being lily-livered and weak and stand up. You know, there's there's another point I want to bring up here, and this is kind of a topic that not only has to do with this right here, with the voting laws and, and, and court cases and such like that, but it also has to do something with what you're talking about next week. Section 2 and 3 of the... Uh, the 14th Amendment has something very interesting to say about those who have committed rebellion or insurrection against the United States. And that's something that we're going to jump into, I believe it is next week that we're going to talk about all that. Oh, we definitely are. But I I just kind of wanted to point that out, that as a spoiler for next week, the 14th Amendment, and uh, kudos to you, anybody who can put it in the comments to this particular podcast on Rumble, um, or or send email into the con- uh, contact at uh, the rant reloaded dot com. 
as to what part of it we're actually talking about. And if you can guess the direction I'm going to go with that particular conversation, uh, I don't know. I'll give you a good good old thumbs up and a shout out uh, for right now. Later on, I might get into some prizes or something like that uh, on down the road. But right now, I'm kind of broke. <laughs> okay. So, and I real quick, real quick, I just want to say this. I know we're, we're, we're getting towards the end of our broadcast here. But I want to say, please, if you're listeners, uh, people listening on Rumble, listening on Facebook, listening on uh, any social media platform, on Spotify, whatever, hit the hit the social media buttons, uh, the follows, the likes, the 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 thumbs up, whatever it is on whatever platform you're listening to it on, because that is how. Programs like ours are able to continue. That is how programs like ours are able to grow. Uh, that's how right. we are able to uh, be able to bring you better content because we we are able to show that yes, we have listeners. We have, and I'm sorry, this sounds like I'm begging for followers, but we do need followers so that we can continue these these programs. These programs cost us money to produce. Uh, so and cost us time to produce. We, we like our our broadcast may be an hour long, but we actually spend a grand total of about three hours on any one particular broadcast um, of 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 this nature of the Saturday night specials. We spend about three hours on this exactly pre production, our post production, and our production. So exactly. that's that's the thing is that the going rate for my my um my job right now is about 30 bucks an hour but i'm not getting paid that on this right now i'm not yeah, getting paid anything we don't get so. we don't we don't get paid for doing these shows it would be nice if we did but uh oh, even yeah. if even if we get sponsorships which is why we need the likes and the follows and all that the mashing of buttons is so that we can qualify and get sponsorships to help finance the program not finance us not finance our bank accounts but to finance the programs this includes uh, being program. able to get this includes being able to to have the resources for researching better content have the resources for equipment that allows us to uh, give you a high quality program so quality program and and better quality on the sound and video like for instance i was just talking with troy before the show tonight my webcam doesn't work that's the only reason why i haven't been doing live broadcasts is because my my webcam stopped working as of about uh three four weeks ago i'm not sure why my computer's not giving me any any kind of uh optics on exactly why that is but I would like to round out this show because we're getting down to uh, getting down to the wire well, here. Real quick, um, before before you round it out, I will also say if you want to support our program financially, uh, on my Spotify station, I do have a donate button as well as on my website, therantreloaded.com. Uh, click that donate button, even if it's just a dollar, it will go towards the set. If if you click it. Uh, put in the notation with the donation that it's for the Saturday night special and it will be used for both myself and eternal truth in order to further our shows. So and most likely just this broadcast because my, my show's been kind of falling flat recently. I haven't been getting any views on it. But um to to round this out, I want to give everybody a, a uh I want to give everybody kind of the, the whole idea here. We bring receipts to this show. And on rumble.com right now, I'm about to list out those receipts for you. This is how this NASA infrastructure bill that they put it as, that they that they stated it as, that they submitted it as, um, HR1 and HR4. This is how we defeat it. So there, there's an old piece of legislation from 1803. It's one of my absolute favorites. It's called Mayberry versus Madison. The the most uh, majority of it is actually about establishing original jurisdiction of the Supreme Court. Okay, it's about two states that have a grievance with each other. They are to go through the Supreme Court and abide by the Supreme Court's ruling. That was to avoid any kind of conflicts between states, which was exactly. later. Exactly. Uh, 
ignored because the Civil War happened, of course. But Mayberry versus Madison had one little snippet in it that's very important to understand, and that is a law repugnant to the Constitution is void. An act of Congress repugnant to the Constitution cannot become a law. The Constitution supersedes all other laws, and individuals' rights shall be liberally enforced in favor of him, the clearly intended and expressly designated beneficiary. That means any law that is repugnant to the Constitution, and I just pointed out back over here on the Constitution itself, it states, okay, it strictly states that the right of citizens, citizens, that's actually written in the Constitution, okay, citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged. Now, this is this is not being denied. The, the, this this HR one and HR four is not denying the right to vote. But it is but damn it is sure abridging it. It is abridging it because it's making it so that way our rights count for less. That is what abridging something means. Exactly. Okay? It means that our vote. When you, when you take a book on Audible. Okay, and you listen to it on Audible, and it says this book has been abridged. That means there have been segments taken out of it. It is less than the whole. Exactly. So therefore, if your right to vote is not as is not fully able to be counted as a full vote because the power of your vote is lessened by an illegal immigrant voting, guess what? Your right to vote has been abridged. Therefore, exactly. the Fifteenth Amendment stands. No law that is repugnant to the Constitution shall stand. It is null and void. That is how we defeat this in the Supreme Court. They cannot deny it. It is Supreme Court ruling already, and the Supreme Court that we currently have historically has not gone against previous rulings. Nor have they gone against the Constitution, the, the cur our current law justices. So that's a good thing. Most of our current justices are constitutionalists, so we need to utilize that tool. That's why I say Republican leaders grow a backbone, challenge this unlawful bit of legislation because technically it cannot it cannot under constitutional law take place. But if they manage to push it through, then however long it takes us to challenge it in the Supreme Court, we have to deal with it. So in other words, and yes, states could say we're going to ignore it. Well, I, I don't I don't hold my breath that the majority of states is going to ignore it because they've rolled over on so many other things. But right, like right. I said, but again, now is the time to challenge it. Don't challenge it after it's passed after it's fully passed and become uh, allegedly law. Challenge it yeah, now it and stop it state. before it can become law. And that that's that's a perfect point to make because it actually does state in in the uh, the opinion here that I just quoted from Mabry versus, Mabry versus Madison, that <coughs> the, the uh, constitutions you know supersedes laws and all that. An act of Congress repugnant to the Constitution cannot become law. That means Congress, okay? Congress, the House of Representatives is considered Congress. Congress passed a law that is repugnant to the Constitution, or passed a a House resolution repugnant to the Constitution. They passed it through the House. It can't go to the Senate regardless because it is repugnant to the Constitution. Well, it unfortunately, let, 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 let me put a little twist on that. It shouldn't go to the Senate. Unfortunately, it's sitting at the Senate right now, but it should have never made oh, it. I, I know, but that's that's the grounds for governors or senators from the, uh, in, the in the various states to the state capitol. Um, like like my senator, uh, uh, Jack, uh, John Jagler. I could go to him on Monday and say, hey, you need to start up a court case, take it to the Supreme Court against this H.R. 1 and H.R. 4 that's been wrapped up into the NASA bill that just got passed through the House last week and is now sitting on the Senate floor. We need to take this immediately to the Supreme Court because it's already been ruled upon by the Supreme Court um, back in 1803. It says an act of Congress repugnant to the Constitution cannot become a law. They're trying to make it a law in the Senate right now. Therefore, we need to get this into the Supreme Court and stop them from even voting on it. Exactly, exactly, which is what I have been saying pretty much this entire broadcast. Uh, maybe not as eloquently, but there you go. And unfortunately, uh, our hour is up in about 30 seconds. So uh, any final thoughts be uh, beyond what you just uh, put out there? 
No, um, not not on this particular topic. I think we covered everything pretty nicely. I covered my my favorite uh, my favorite article in the world, and that is the Mayberry versus Madison ruling. It is my absolute favorite. I have been chomping at the bit to get people to take it up. So I just want to thank you all for listening to our broadcast and uh, catch us next week because next week's broadcast is going to be explosive. I mean, dynamite. So Exactly. And uh, we hope you do turn, tune in next week. Also, uh, if you're interested, uh, at therantreloaded.com, click on our store or shop link. I forget which it is, but you can get official Rant Reloaded merchandise. And if uh, Eternal Truth over here ever gets to creating merchandise, we will market. We will be happy to market their official merchandise on our site as well. So, all right. <laughs> uh, with that said, I will bid you all a good Saturday night uh, slash Sunday morning. Uh, God bless all of you, and uh, God bless this great nation of ours. God bless America, and uh, stay safe out there, and stay warm, all those who you are in the northern states, just like I am. Oh, by the way, speaking of northern states, do me a favor, keep your cold weather up there. (laughs) You're the one sending it our direction, it's coming from your way. (laughs) Because we don't want it. Anyhow, again, thank you for listening, you all have a wonderful night, a wonderful week, and we will see you next Saturday night. Sounds good. This uh, And as always, this is Rant Reloaded saying if today's political situation isn't pissing you off, you're simply not paying attention. Here, here.